get complacent. Don't expect for me to call up. Don't get dressed and don't get dolled up. Don't get complacent. I'll get pleasure from this bottle and forget you by tomorrow. Don't get complacent. Give them my YouTube, yeah. Let her know. Hey, Nancy, I'm sorry if you're listening to this right now. It's a little explicit. Granny, I love you. My mama, I love y'all. Are we live? Is the camera going? We, we, the camera is rolling. Can y'all see the fade? The see the fade. We see the I-10. Don't you know talk about I-10. About I-10. And if this is your first time hearing this, I go by the name of Young Kurt. Kurt James, the nigga you love to hate, the master of ceremonies. And this is In The Cut, episode three. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome <laughs> back. What up, Young Stiv? Do, do, do I got Young Stiv in the building yeah, with me? Yeah, Young Stiv in the cut. Young, young Stiv in the, the building. Cut too. What Young yeah. Jones is back. That was good. I love that Mace uh, reference. I've seen that this week. <laughs> what you know about that, man? What you know about that, man? Boys wasn't outside for that. Shout out to... Young Stiff, uh, the other Young Stiff, his birthday is tomorrow. Shout out my young bull out there getting his master's, getting his educated, staying further educated. As he would say, Bron year. You know, I would typically say Jordan year 23. But, oh, Bron year. Oh, it's but, his Bron year. But he, you ah. know. Hey, how'd Braxton go from Jamie Foxx? Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all was not outside of Jamie Foxx show. Here I come, here I come, there I go. <laughs> hey, Jamie Foxx, Jamie Foxx show was elite. Jamie Foxx, hey, we might have to revisit that top five black actors topic, but oh, no, for facts, we gonna have to revisit that. Like, but like we said, let's let's revisit it after that uh that Tyson film. Oh yeah, after the Tyson film, definitely. Whew, but man, it's been a week. It's been a week for your boy, man. Uh. I mean, I'm just going to hop right into it. I got that call that every employee hates to receive. And, uh, well, they sent me an email, actually. They said, Mr. Rimberg, we need you to log out at 2 p.m. and take a random drug test. Ah! <laughs> now, by the time I'll post this, hopefully I'm still employed. But if not... I need y'all to hire your boy. I have a bachelor's degree, and I'm an excellent communicator. But on the on that topic, when it comes to random drug tests for your job, companies, why are y'all still drug testing niggas in the middle of a pandemic? Why? Why? Even the NBA stopped that. Even the NBA stopped that. My goodness. Now, I'm not saying I'm guilty, okay? I might have participated in some extracurriculars um, a couple weeks back, may, uh, possibly even sooner. But it's been a stressful year. And companies, y'all got to read the room. It's a pandemic. Niggas are getting shot by the police. It's just there's a lot of stressful. There's a lot of stress in my life right now. So, but, but my thing is this. If I'm not operating a motorized vehicle, if I'm not out in the field installing um, appliances, if I'm not um, on the poles installing wires for electricity, why the hell are y'all drug testing me? Why? So you're telling me a nigga that's the top performer within your company, one of the top performers, right? You gonna let him go just because he might have been it might have been on some extracurriculars. Really? Really? That's what we doing? Read the room, companies. I, I just don't understand it. If I was a businessman and I had an employee who might have been, you know, smoking some CBD. You know, CBD is legal now. Might have been on some CBD and he tests positive for a little THC. I'm, I, don't, I, don't, I don't give a fuck as an employee. I don't care. Right? This nigga is bringing in... Top revenue, top value for my company, but we gonna let him go because he had a little bit of THC in his system. And the shit is legal. The shit is getting legal everywhere we go. And I'm sorry I'm on 10 because I, I am sober. I've been sober for the past week, week and a half. So um, no holds bar. No holds bar today. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. This is how I'm feeling. But um, 
It just doesn't make sense to me. Companies, why are we testing people during a pandemic, right? This has been one of the most tragic years ever. If I'm not giving you a reason to test me, why am I being tested? Now, let me get off that. I went on a rant. I went on a rant. Um, I let it out. I just had to let it out. I had to let it out because I could be unemployed next week. But uh, let's hope not, okay? Knock on wood. I need prayers. But we're not going to manifest that. We're not going to speak about negativity. And uh, if any of my uh, older um, relatives are hearing this, hey, everything in moderation, I'll say. Everything in moderation. (laughs) But enough about that. Enough about that. How have you guys been? How's the week been? You boys look like y'all been stressed. Just stressed. This cold got me tired. Me on my knee bad, so. Oh, yeah. See, yep. Y'all want to know something? <laughs> I've had a partially torn ACL for damn near eight or nine years. <laughs> eight or nine years. Still ain't my, got surgery. <laughs> still ain't got surgery. Still doing squats. Still doing calf raises. I'm I'm wearing my knee brace. Don't none of you punk niggas try me, okay? <laughs> Let a nigga try me. And you know the rest. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I know your knee. I know you're going through it right now. Every time it get cold. And especially in Houston, Texas, with this bipolar weather, I remember I'm I'm waking. hot as hell yesterday. Hot as hell, humid. I'm walking outside, uh, have my basketball shorts on. My mom said, where you going? I said, I said I'm, I'm going to the gym. And she said, okay. Walked outside, it's pouring down, raining, and it's cold. Shiver. Shiver, shiver. Um, <laughs> so Houston, Texas, hey, I'm used to it as a Houstonian. One minute it could be. 85, 90 degrees. Two hours later, it could be pouring down. Four hours later, it could be freezing cold. So the craziness, the randomness of Houston, Texas. My goodness, my goodness. But pressing topics here. I know you probably read the topics and you saw the first one on the list. And you were probably wondering, what the hell is this? What is he talking about with this one? (laughs) So first off, (laughs) talking to the mic, giving mic. (laughs) <laughs> what was the, what is this barber shit? <laughs> okay, now first off, <laughs> would you ever let a woman cut your hair? Be real, be honest. Uh, <laughs> uh, I wish right. y'all could see this man's face. <laughs> no, I, okay, I'm not. I'm not capping right now. When, no, when uh my brother well, that and hell I, no, <laughs> hell no, <laughs> hell no. I had it one time while I was middle school. I was thrashed for the next two weeks. Niggas really? on my head. It was that bad. It was, but it was an Asian woman though. It was so I was really my mom really just said fuck y'all niggas. <laughs> <laughs> y'all need edge up, okay? <laughs> we about to go to foe for your haircut. I don't, she had a she had a comb and shit. She 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 didn't have the tools for a nigga. Were y'all in Cyprus? This was in Sugarland. So Sugarland, same, same type okay, yeah. shit. Same suburbs. same environment, suburbs, big burbs. <laughs> big um, damn, Asian? Yeah, Asian. Okay. Now, I'm not going to be <laughs> Okay, young Steph, how you how you feel? I we we, we I saw Zach's face. Never, ever, ever. Really? I, I have to see some real. Even if she was cold with it. No, yeah, if I see evidence that she just nice with it. Okay. And I, I got to see it in real life, not pictures. I'm about to. Sh- and okay. not saying that females is incapable. Look but I this. just never, I just never, I've never had a female barber before. Uh, One of the, the shops I, one of the shops <laughs> I used to go, go to go had to a female profile. barber. Like her cuss would be alright, but she wasn't. She wasn't elite, top tier. You know, and I need, I, I need, I need that top grade. <laughs> Zach, need, I'm gonna get into that part of it. <laughs> I need that top grade fade. You know what I'm talking about? And my boy Mason got st- got some of the best fades, if not the best fade in the whole city of Houston. Shout man. out to barbershop. What's the barbershop called? King's Crown. In Cypress, Texas, my boy Mace, get you right. Get you right. Now, I, I go to Wiz Worldwide off Antoine and West Little York. Shout out my boy Walt the Wiz. And you can show Cody the uh, Cody her profile as well. You saw the cuts, right? Like, you saw uh, some of the edges. It's I'm all good. pictures. Damn. You might have to go to her, like, highlights to see her quality work. But I see her up, pictures. Right. Now, now growing That's up. It. Yeah, hey, she's nice. Now, growing up, I'm not I'm not gonna put her on blast because she's doing some illegal activity. But <laughs> growing up, I'll say this: I used to go to a female barber growing up, uh, where my mom grew up around Homestead. This lady used to cut my hair, and she was pretty good. So I'm not gonna 
I'm not gonna stereotype all female barbers. Some female barbers can cut, and I have been cut when I was an adolescent. But I prefer a man, obviously, uh, whenever I'm getting a fade. But the reason I brought up uh, female barbers was because in my photos, I'm gonna show y'all this. So this particular barber that um that I was showing the my production staff, um, she's an escort. She's an escort. I see. And. Uh, <laughs> she got the booty hole in the pictures. <laughs> Have y'all heard of, and we've all heard of happy ending massages, right? Yes, sir. So basically, she'll give you a fresh fade and top you off. <laughs> hey, that's a, that sounds like a great experience. And niggas are paying hella prices for that. Y'all want to know? It's just like uh, the barbershop, the movie. <laughs> you can get a trim and get some trim. <laughs> niggas are paying a rack. A rack for to a get chop. a cut for a chop. Her price is worth two hundred and fifty dollars for. She just increased. Talking to the mic. My boy said a thousand dollars for a cut, and the price just increased during COVID times to a thousand. Sold out dates. But before <laughs> sold out dates. Shout out to Gunner. But previously, she said she was charging fifteen an hour. Then, as she expanded her business, she started to increase the prices. I. Let me see my phone. I got to show y'all because I screenshotted this. I saw it on Twitter. And some of you niggas who I know, y'all follow her. <laughs> Miles uh, <laughs> Brighton, y'all follow her. I'm not going to put her her um, her um, her profile. I'm not going to say her profile on Instagram because, again, she's doing illegal activity. But <laughs> niggas are wild out here. Y'all are getting escorts to cut your hair. Really? Hey, desperate times call for desperate measures. Desperate times call for desperate <laughs> measures. I, and I see a lot of fraternity niggas, a lot of cappers, a lot of different fraternity niggas spending bread on this type of service. So I had to bring this to the crew, and I had to ask you guys how you guys feel about this type of activity going on. I'm jealous. <laughs> it's not fair. Niggas can't do this shit. It's not fair. It's just shit. Only hey, females can do this. Hey, man. Shout out your girl, man. Hey, Arlene. <laughs> best woman alive. You the best I ever had. <laughs> this is wild. This is like crazy, 2020 though. is a crazy year. Here, y'all talk. I'm trying to find the screenshot. I'm trying to find her prices. But no, nah, I, I, even that, I couldn't do it. No. Because she, she giving out too many fades. Too much trim. Too many so fades. Not, yeah, I don't want that trim. The exotic barber. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna read the I'm gonna read last the time last time I switched up barber just one time just was because because I couldn't find no other time to get a cut but you once, had to cheat you had to yeah, cheat had, real quick yeah I was gonna be be at like five weeks straight with no chop and I could not go that long yeah five and weeks I was working no out chop? in Brenham so I got one of them Brenham dudes to chop me it was I right. but it's that not. was your first mistake going to Brenham getting a haircut Damn. in Brenham. <laughs> Hell no! Yeah. Like he cho he chopped his cut. Like it was the I worked with his cousin. Yeah, and his chop was his cousin's chop was fire. But you know, like when your barber like is your barber, he know your lining and all that. Right? Yeah, he but, don't have to push your line back. Exactly. There's certain shit you don't have to tell him. Exactly. And so I went to this dude, and I even said like, keep keep my edge up tight. Wide screen TV, my shit, boy. Ah, <laughs> boy. Let's take it back on that ass. What, hey, and Barbies, y'all got to stop getting, if you've never cut my hair, stop getting your fucking feelings when I tell you how I want my hair cut, right? Because some of you niggas will take it back one step, okay? Step back like James Harden. I'm not, I don't, stop being so sensitive. Like, if you've never cut my hair, I'm going to be precise. I'm going to be that nigga at Chick-fil-A. Hey, I want uh, two Chick-fil-A sauces, uh, no cheese, extra lettuce. I'm going to be precise, okay? Because this is my livelihood, okay? I'm a short nigga, okay? <laughs> fades matter. All fades matter, okay? Black fades matter, okay? When you're my height, when you're 5'7", it got to be crisp, okay? My shit can't be back here, nigga. What? I will fight you. I will fight a motherfucker. And I'm sorry, I'm trying... All my aunties, my grannies, my mama, I'm sorry. I'm trying to do better with my... With my um, explicit lyrics when it comes to my podcast. He's okay? in his bag. I'm just trying to, uh, <laughs> I just had to, I went on a tangent. I went on a tangent. No, what were you going to say? But real shit, like, honestly, like, if it's a good barber that you're new to. Right. 
A good barber should have enough confidence and security just to ask you, okay, I never cut your hair before. Right. What you like? You what know, you I, like? You know? What don't you like? Yeah. I'm going to tell a nigga, please do not take, don't don't go there. But back to the back to the Esco barber real quick. So I'm looking at her prices right now, right? A nude cut, $150. Cut plus a BJ, $225. Bro, this is real life? This is real life. I'm about to show you it. <laughs> A cut plus a cut plus BJ plus the cat emoji with the hard eyes three hundred dollars. All of the above plus anal niggas is doing anal five hundred. Uh, retwist. She doesn't care. Is a hundred an hour retwist plus shape up hundred an hour plus twenty five. Condoms required, by the way, for you nasty niggas out here. <laughs> I hope so. Goddamn. Yo. She's making a killing. If you guys want to look at the prizes yourself, y'all can go ahead. But I know that was a lot. I know that was a lot to start off with. But when I saw this on social media, I had to I had to bring this to the crew. How the camera looking? It was getting out of focus a little bit? Yeah, it started doing that out of focus shit for a second. But we good now? It's back straight now. We, we, we back to the basics? Back to the basics. Back to the basics. But, uh. Pictures of old niggas in here. Well, hey. Pictures of Oh, it's pictures of old niggas, sugar daddies, but don't get it twisted. It's it's niggas our age and younger oh, who I, I are peaked. traveling, traveling, paying for her travel fees, right? And again, I'm not gonna put her ad out there. All of you nasty niggas, y'all can search on Twitter and find her, okay? But that shit is wild to me. And and, and another thing about barbers, she do hair units, <laughs> hair units, yes, hair units for you niggas with no hair. But wow, another thing about barbers. Um, y'all gotta stop getting the cheat code on your edge up, okay? And by the cheat code, I mean that type, that shit that they spray on your on your edge up that make it look super crispy. Black yeah. Ice, is that what they call it? I, I, that's one of the brands for sure. Black Ice is definitely one of the brands because I I never forget I was in Denton, Texas, and this dude named Slim, shout out to Slim, he a cold barber, but he cut my shit up one day. And my edge up was extra crispy, nigga. Popeye's chicken sandwich, extra crispy. Wow. And, nigga, what? Black, extra spicy. I said, oh, nigga, I'm out here. I posted a, um, I posted a video on social media, and everybody was commenting on my, on my story saying, yo, who cut your hair? Who cut your hair? Who cut your hair? I said, oh, nigga, go to Slim. Slim will get you right. Tell me why I took a shower, nigga. My edge up was back here. I said, wait, where'd my, where'd my fade go? And I said, wait a minute. This nigga did put a card on my, on my when he was trying Thanks. to line me up and started spraying some shit. That was some new shit I've never had happen to me before. But barbers, don't don't act like you the best barber alive and you're using cheat codes and you're using <laughs> shortcuts. Niggas can't, even walk, niggas can't even take a shower without losing their edge up. That's, that, that's crazy to me. That's wild. Have you guys ever participated in that in the black ice in the black ice treatment? Right, I, I have, have. Look, I, I've been a victim. <laughs> this is a personal admission. I've yeah, been a victim. I've been yeah, victimized. Like, you ain't asked, but you you didn't like the one time you had it. You ain't asked for it, right? Nigga I did not did, ask for it. Yeah. Nigga just did it. Exactly. Like the one time I had it was the barber. Like just just did it. This before when I this before I had mace. This was you remember brother in law? Yeah. Yeah, it was when I used to go to that Johnny dude before Mace, and then one weekend Johnny was out of town, so I think I went to brother-in-law. And yeah, he sprayed that stuff, that, that black ice, and yeah, it was like, and the car was looking crisp on the way home. I just was sweating on the way to the crib, and I could <laughs> tell the difference. Not that the, like he still did a solid job, right? Still did a solid job, to be honest. But like that's some stuff like I would only get. It's got to be like. It got to be prom night. Is it wedding. Wedding where. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not I'm not getting that every two weeks. Every two weeks, you're crazy. Because like you, I said, as soon as I, because I, every time I get a chop try to go square, I'm going to need a, I'm going to need a shower after. Big shower. I need, I have to shower, especially now during COVID. Exactly. I shower immediately after I get a haircut. So, yeah, that's got to be something like, you know, wedding day, barber pull up, like cut me the morning of. So yeah, barbers, you're not icy if you're using black ice. No pun intended. <laughs> um, how the uh, how the camera looking? Cause I had to. It went it went silent on me real quick. Were you a victim? Uh, 
I don't know if I call myself a victim, but uh, oh, you asked for the black eyes. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. You it, asked for the it, shit. It, it was one summer that me and Matt we was, we were seeking the ice. <laughs> we were thirsty. Thirsty we, for we, the <laughs> ice. <laughs> we we need we needed some uh some super straight super black shit. Say yes, so, say yes. <laughs> now we had to move on to Mace, like uh, like Cody said. Shout out to King's Crown. You get with that real, that real lineup. So. Hey, if we can get the camera on you, but hey, Zach's edge up is looking fresh right now. Y'all go holler yeah. at him. What's the barbershop called again? King's Crown Grooming. King's Crown Grooming in Cypress, Texas. Y'all Mason Rose. Mason Rose, the barber. But enough about barbers and barbershops. Uh, so have y'all have y'all been following the news cycle real quick? Uh, Brother Ice Cube has been getting slammed by the media by by quote-unquote liberal woke media so he requested a meeting with trump no here's what happened so i don't know if you've been following ice cube he 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 drew up a contract it's called the contract with black america and it basically has a lot of policies and legislation that would benefit black people that he's trying to lobby towards who who whoever's in office republican democrat Whoever wants to represent our people, you have to abide by or you have to be open to these policy requests, right? I don't know okay. exactly what's in the contract, but it's for the betterment of our people. It's, it's Ice Cube. I trust yeah. Ice Cube. Ice Cube's history, nigga with attitude, fuck the police. Like, Ice Cube has always been... Barbershop. <laughs> barbershop. Like, Ice Cube has, has his own movies, has his own league. He's always stepped... He's always done things to further the black agenda, I feel as if. So he presented, he had a contract with Black America, and he was trying to present it to both sides, for the Democrats and for the Republicans. The Democrats, they kind of brushed him off. They mentioned that, oh, we'll, we'll consider this whenever after the election, right? Okay. So Ice Cube went straight to the Trump administration, right? And he presented them the contract with Black America, and apparently they took... Apparently, they listened to what Ice Cube had to say, and they took some of what was in the contract and applied it to Trump's platinum plan. Now, I'm not putting all my chips into Trump's platinum plan. I don't think that's even going to – if he gets reelected, I don't think that he's actually going to follow through with that. I think he's just trying to present us with something to make us think, oh, he supports black people. He supports the black vote. He has a contract plan with black America. But my thing is this. Why are we so quick to criticize our own just because they're meeting with the other side? And I want to ask you all this because people have done it throughout history, right? Um, Malcolm X met with the KKK uh, before to, I can't remember the exact reasoning, but look it up. Malcolm X met with the KKK. Martin Luther King met with uh, Lyndon B. Johnson. Farrakhan has met with uh, political leaders as well. So, my thing is this, this has been documented in our history that our leaders are going to meet with the opposition just to let them know where we stand, right? What our values are, the legislation we're lobbying for, et cetera, et cetera. So my thing is this, why are we so quick to kill Ice Cube or to kill our own people just because they want to have dialogue with the other side? And I want to ask y'all this, have y'all, do y'all have friends uh, who have different political views than you? Like conservative friends who are on the other side who are voting for Trump, and how do you feel about those relationships that you have with them? Honestly, uh, I mean it's a little tough, but it's tough, definitely. Yeah. It's it's definitely hard conversations to have, yeah. Especially during difficult times like this, right? Yeah. It it can kind of get controversial at times. And me personally, I haven't really been around my conservative homies because I'm vulnerable right now, and I don't mm-hmm. want to react in a Aggressive nature, in an aggressive, angry black man <laughs> manner. So I just keep my I keep my distance, but I let them know, yo, it's still love. Y'all can vote for Trump because I look at how y'all treat me individually. Mm-hmm. Now, if y'all are on some racist rhetoric, you walking around with KKK hoods on and swastikas, whatever they call that, obviously I'm gonna dismiss myself from hanging around mm-hmm. you. But I'm not opposed to having friends who have different political views than me because everybody's not going to agree with your point of view, right? Yeah. I had this one girl, she posted on Twitter that, oh, if you if you don't agree with my views, then I can't be friends with you. I can't be cool with you. And how sensitive can you be? That's what I, 
that's what I always, that's what I want to ask my people. How sensitive are we that we can't have conversations with people on the other side? We don't have to agree with you. I don't have to be best friends with you. But at the same time, we can still agree to disagree. That's how I feel about that subject matter. And that's why I feel like it's completely, it's completely overblown that we're trying to cancel Ice Cube right now just because he presented he presented the contract with Black America to the Trump administration, right? We don't know who's going to win. We don't know who's going to win the election. They're trying to say Joe Biden's going to win, but they said Hillary was going to win in 2016 and Trump won. So I don't trust those polls for shit. Go out and vote, by the way. Go out and vote. Do your research on everybody on the ballot because it's more than two people, right? <laughs> it's a whole list of people that you need to be aware of, right? Do your research. Do your Googles on these people. But... I just think it's a little premature for us to be criticizing Brother Ice Cube and for us to be challenging his blackness, quote-unquote, because he's meeting with the other side, right? We have to have conversations with people who disagree with us at times, right? That's the only way you're going to move forward and come to some sort of agreement. Everybody's not going to agree with everything you believe, and that's just my personal view on it, right? I know I was all over the place with that, but y'all got anything more to add on that? No? Uh, only thing to add is that like to kind of, I guess, piggyback on what you were saying. By the way, niggas say piggyback too much. But anyways, uh, <laughs> now the best, a lot of times the best solution whenever you have two sides that oppose each other is communication. And so, I mean, that's just part of life. People are different. People are, are supposed to be different. We're, we're born to be different. We grow up differently. So, of course, you're going to have different opinions. But in order to come to a solution, a lot of times you have to communicate to see each other's point of view and then y'all can get on the same page, but y'all just dis- dis- uh, dismiss each other. That's just gonna create more divide. Exactly, it's, it's just gonna create more, more. It's just gonna create more division, in, in my opinion. And Ice Cube never said he was endorsing Trump. By the way, all he said was he presented his contract with Black America to the Trump administration. So, to my black people, to the liberals out there, the Democrats, stop being so sensitive. But we're going to go to a commercial break real quick. We come out hot as always. We still improving. In the cut, young Kurt, Kurt James. Don't get complacent. Don't get complacent. Round of applause for the man of the hour Put in working for hours To devour these cowards They're up against a higher power I bet they never thought they see me tower But I've been wet with so much BS in my life I'm soaked, don't need no shower I'm living day to day Check the check, just trying to pay the rent Circumvent, hope that beat on mine But I'm gonna have to vent Evident, we are representing black excellence, decadence. Can y'all accept my presence? Cause it feels like I'm always being killed for being opposite the yeah, black like, man. Like, so <laughs> yo, we back. I go by the name of Young Kurt. This is in the cut with Kurt James podcast. Follow me at Young Kurt seven one three. Follow the HBA Hoops. But off area, we were talking about a situation. I had to call my cousin because. I was a little under the influence, and I was sleeping in my car. Police police got me out the car. I got arrested. And I was calling this I was calling this man constantly. Nobody was answering the phone. No one. <laughs> my mom, my granny, Dre, OJ, nobody was answering. I said, yo, Cody, you got to answer. Because if you guys know anything, if you've ever been in trouble with the law on a Friday, um... If you get processed and shipped to the county, you can't get out until Monday. So I was not trying to go to jail over the weekend, be in jail for two days in Dallas. I was like, Lord, please, hey, answer the phone, Steph, please. My nigga answered. I said, nigga, get me out of here. I said, I'm going to I said, bro, just bail me out, please, okay? I'm going to get it back to you. I'm gonna, my mama going to pay you, please. Oh, my goodness. That was such a crazy, that was such a crazy day, but. I say all that to say this. Kids, don't drink and drive, okay? I wasn't drinking and driving. I was sleeping in my car, and the cops pulled and the cops pulled up on me and was on some fuckery and tried to prosecute me and convict me and stuff. But luckily, we made it out. Shout out to Granny and the prayer line. Real talk. Need that prayer line. But what, <laughs> I, was, what I was saying was, I forgot to mention this story. So I was on a little date at Bombshells. 
last night, and I'm talking to Shorty, and she's it's it's, it's Shorty. I told it's Shorty that that picture whose uh, profile I showed you when whenever when we filmed the pilot for the podcast, and I came to the gym to get the SIM card, and I told you I was going to go to her brother's like baby shower. Or she something. got a roommate. No, oh, oh, yeah, your, your uh, employee or not your my uh, uh employee, my co-worker's sister, co-worker. yeah, my co-worker's sister, right? Yeah, she was bad. Yeah, so we went on a date or whatever, and me and her are chopping it up and discussing, and she's, of course, I mean, she has it, you know, she she has she has a child, which I'm cool with, but she was previously married, she's divorced now, and she was telling me about her situation with her uh with her ex husband, and she said she put a tracker. On the nigga's car. Oh my god. My thing is this, yo. <laughs> how <laughs> we had this conversation last week. Is that a deal breaker if a chick put a tracker on your car? Like if she tell you I'll put a tracker on my ex's car. But he was a cheater though. He was a serial cheater. And that's why she put the tracker on his car. If you were on a date, both of y'all, hypothetically, Zach, if you were single, and a woman told you that that she put a tracker on her man's car. How would you feel about that? Because when she said that in my mind, hey, <laughs> y'all know the emoji where your mind explodes. <laughs> my mind explodes. That's oh shit. Hey, let me get another shot. Another shot. <laughs> said, oh, hey, Zeus ain't telling me this. She's <laughs> crazy. Tell- Give me another shot. <laughs> you put a tracker on the nigga car? A tracker? What? That's some shit you see on the movies, on television shows and series. So I already looked at Young Stiff. He just gave me the signal. He said, yeah, I couldn't do it. You couldn't do it? Yeah, I don't know. Like, boy, she got to be awfully bad. And the rest <laughs> of her vibe got to be perfect. But, I mean, that is a huge red flag. Huge red flag, but. Even if her ex was crazy, he was doing Why she was, he was with a him serial then. cheater. Like, if she knew that. I'm saying, like, if she knew that. Because I mean, I'm assuming she got the tracker because she started getting signs of that. Right? Yeah, she, she he he had cheated previously, so and she took him back. I mean, you know how women are. We're yeah. dumb at times. I'm sorry, ladies. I love y'all, but y'all can be dumb at times, and especially when you're married to someone. And I've dated a lot of Hispanics, and that's very common within Hispanic relationships. I see that the men ain't shit. Y'all, <laughs> hey, black black women, y'all better y'all better appreciate black men, okay? Because we could be like these Hispanic chicos and chicanos. Them dudes is wild, <laughs> what serial cheaters? We are nothing like them, okay? Nothing, nada. Black men don't cheat. Black men don't cheat, right? At least not enough for you to put a tracker on a nigga car. Like that's that was wild to me. So, then what was I talking about? I was talking about the tracker. I had a point I was trying to make. About being a red flag or a deal breaker? Yeah, yeah. So is that a deal breaker? Just based off the, based off, if you're listening to her history about her relationship, she was once married, he's cheated prior to that, but she's trying to keep everything um, stable for the family. But she said, she, <laughs> her reasoning was, yo, if this nigga cheated on me one more time, like, I'm done. And she didn't trust him, so she had to put a tracker on his car. Again, my mind blew. And again, if you if you if you're listening to this, I'm still fucking with you. But <laughs> I'm a little worried. <laughs> a little um taken aback. But how do you so it's not a it's not necessarily a deal breaker for me, for me per se. But I just wanted to ask y'all how y'all felt about it. I that. mean, like it's like like I said, she gotta be awfully bad and the vibe gotta be on point on everything besides that, because you know, like you said, people looks on everything, Steph. That's, and you, you heard me say the vibe. You heard me say vibe. <laughs> I said the vibe. Y'all, y'all, y'all gotta hear this man last episode. He all oh, you, you sound a little shallow. <laughs> it's not all about looks, damn it. Lust phase. What Morgan Freeman say on Twenty One Savage album? You know what I'm talking about? That skit where he talk about infatuation, yeah. lust, <laughs> and true love. Facts, but go ahead, my man. Okay, cut you but, off. okay. I, I, I'll go the non-shallow route, but I mean, go you. Be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like you saying, first date, like first date, like 
I'm pretty your vibe not gonna be hard, like gonna be like to that level right to where if there's not a high level of physical attraction like first date I'm forgiving that first like she tell me that down the road like first date like that's just like but I'm glad see my thing is with but, first dates put all your dirt on the table but low key yeah, put it, it all like, on that's, the table that's low key yeah a good look as far not her putting the not tracker, her putting the tracker but like you like from front street you already know. This is what you're getting into. Exactly. So, like, now, if you continue, you ain't got no excuse. Like, you you, you chose this. Man, I made Taylor water. <laughs> What's that song? Taylor water. <laughs> Why is it always the crazy chicks that got the firebox? Why? Why? <laughs> Why? Back in college, I had this one chick. She was cuckoo cuckoo for cocoa puffs but the box rowdy rich she had some firebox but she was a cuckoo cuckoo for cocoa puffs why is that always the case why do crazy chicks have the best box why why <laughs> i'm on 10 right now i wasn't even supposed to talk about this but next topic next topic um before we get into sports, we're going to talk about music a little bit. Oh, before we get into that, y'all saw Kanye West campaign commercial? I have not seen it. Kanye, I'm, what the hell are you doing? He got a commercial? Like, on a, national he, TV? He has an advertisement, a campaign ad. If y'all probably go on his Twitter right now, you'll see he has a minute-long campaign ad. Kanye, you're you're my fav, you're my one of my favorite hip-hop artists. I got you in my top five hip-hop artists of all time. But bro, what what the hell are you doing? Foolery. What? What? And I appreciate that mentality. Nothing can stop me mentality. I have that same mentality. But at a certain point, bruh, bruh, what are you doing? What's going on? What are you doing, yay? And all you Yeezus disciples, y'all wanna criticize Ice. Y'all wanna criticize Ice Cube. But you want to support, yay. I just, it just doesn't make sense for me. Now, I understand some people are so frustrated that Trump is in office that, hey, fuck it, we'll get yay in there. Yay can't be no worse than Trump. But yay is just, I don't think yay all the way there mentally. He's mentally unstable. I don't know if I'd vote for him on my ballot. Now, 2024, if he has a different mindset and he seems more stable, possibly. Depends on who's running. (laughs) Because at this point, hey. Shit, I might fuck around and run in 2032, young Kurt for president. Y'all fuck with me. But, yeah, yay. Y'all got to see that campaign. I don't know what the hell Kanye West is on right now. I, I, I've heard a lot of pundits say that this is a case study. He's trying to see how much of the vote he can actually secure. And then 2024 might be his real actual campaign. But at the same time, I'm just like, yay, stick to the music. I'd be more likely to believe that he was paid <laughs> off by Trump than that case study bullshit. Yes, yeah, that one. <laughs> Joe's Joe's looking at it in disgust. Let, what 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 is up with this man? Like yo, and Kanye, he's all on this. He's on this abortion. We should not be with. Just watch it. Watch it later. Cause we gonna get off this topic, but. Just the platform he's running on, it's just, I'm not with it, yay. Get get your shit together, okay? But enough about Kanye. Y'all got to watch that. Uh, <laughs> the, the nigga is dead ass serious. But music, though, off, off, yay. Benny the Butcher album, Burden of Proof. Tell me what you told me uh, before we aired, before we went live. Like I said, off, what? off first listen, I'm in the moment, but it could possibly be album of the year. Could be album of the year. But, you know, I'm a – Jay-Z, my favorite rapper of all time, like, and it's no really debate to it for me. So, right. you know, like, like that East Coast drug dealer, fly boy, you know, type rap is my, you know, my cup of tea. Oh, facts. I'm, and I'm right there with you. And then he, then he threw my man Ross on there. That Ross track. That crazy. Ross track was fire. And then that Wayne track. Wayne – Hey, I think Wayne, Wayne I, like that old Wayne. Wayne might have heard our Wayne might have heard episode one because we were having a conversation. Did Lil Wayne fall off? And, and I ain't gonna lie, he had the best verse on that. 
That was hard. That was all the way. He had a better verse than Benny and Big Sean. And Benny and Big Sean came with it. Exactly. Benny Facts. come with it on every verse, in my opinion. So I think Wayne felt, oh, okay, let me show you niggas I'm not washed up. I still got it. Wayne, if you spitting like that, I'm looking forward to the next project. What's that song called? Limitless, I think. I don't even remember that. Like Limitless, I said, because I, like I was just riding in the car, listening to it when I got off work. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not even holding. I just got my AirPods in and it's just playing. I don't, I'm not even getting the chance to like. Timeless. That's what the song is called. To see what each, each, each track is called. But that was fire off first listen. Yeah. Wayne, like I said, possibly album of the year. Off first listen. And my thing is this. How come all of the lyrical rappers who have substance make concise projects, right? This was 12 songs, right? Facts. Quick, easy listen. Not that watered down flow. Had content. But you niggas who have no substance at all, no substance, same flow on every fucking track, want to make 45 songs album. Shout out to Breezy. You the only nigga that can do that. But all of you other rappers, no, stop. And I don't want a deluxe. Stop putting out a fucking deluxe after you drop an album. After you drop a 25-song album, you want to put out another 10 songs. No, nigga. <laughs> Where the A&R is at? We need to bring back A&R so they can say, yo, trim trim the fat off this album. It, it, it'll, be, it'll be a decent, solid project, right? Benny the Butcher Drop, it was a 12-song project, and it was, a, it was an easy listen. I listened to it straight through. Like, that's how I like to listen to my music. Like, just start the album, listen to it straight through. These dudes, like, it's just certain tracks here and there that I'm picking out of your album and, you know, that I'm rocking with. And I can't even listen to your whole project because it's it takes me a minute. I'm worn out. I'm You got 25 songs. I can only listen to eight, eight songs about fucking lean and you fucking my bitch. I can only listen to that for so many songs. Like, no, I can't listen to it, right? I'm sorry, okay? I'm tired of hearing about you niggas fucking my bitches, okay? I know they're shallow. These hoes are shallow nowadays. I understand that, right? Give me some substance, goddammit. Or give me a 10-song project. That would be great. If you have no if you have no lyrical ability, no substance, no content, y'all need to trim trim the fat off these albums, please. But yeah, Jones, you got to listen to that Benny the Butcher. Benny the Butcher, quality street coke rap. I love it. And it's believable. Yes. It's believable the the intricacy within the details. Like some my favorite rappers, right? Like you said, Hove, Pusha T. It's believable. It's very believable. All of all of these other street rappers, y'all talk about the same thing. Fucking my bitch. Yeah, quote street rappers. Y'all talk about fucking my bitch, drinking leans, running off on the plug for fifteen songs. Like that's no. No. Benny the Butcher, great project, by the way. I listened to it three times, a couple times when I was working out. Great project, in my opinion. Um, T.I. Now, T.I., he dropped a 20-song project. I kind of rolled my eyes at first, but <laughs> it's T.I. But at the He same, got enough stripes. T.I., I agree. He has enough stripes. Great project. Great project. I'd say, well, I'll, I'll say solid. Very solid project. Out of 20 songs, thir- 13 go for me. Uh, of all the songs you heard, what's your favorite song so far? Oh, the T.I. album? He got one with Ross that go crazy. He got one with Ross. The beat, just everything about it is smooth. That go crazy. The intro track go crazy. Uh, He got a song with Lil Baby on there that go crazy. Tip did his thing. He got a lot of features on it, but it's quality. Quality project. Respect to the King. Salute to the King, T.I. T.I. was popping when we were coming up. We was coming up. Big time. Rubber Band Man, Trap Music, Urban Legend, King. Boy, we used to bump T.I. like crazy. Definitely had T.I. as my, as my MySpace song. <laughs> yeah, he, he, what song? Uh, what you know about what that? What you know about that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know I got it. Shout out to the King, man. Shout out to Tip. He got a song with his son on there, too, uh, Damani. And Damani, Damani holding his own on there. And, and I like the subject matter. That is very live. I respect it. Bro, imagine you're one of the best all-time rappers, and you have a, a album with your son on a song. That's goat shit. Definitely goat shit. And Damani held his own because sometimes kids try to follow in your footsteps, and and they not, and you, and you're not built like that. But Damani held his own. The album's called, I believe, the Libra. 
Y'all mm-hmm. go check that out by T.I. T.I., the Libra, Benny the Butcher, Burden of Proof. Great projects. Great projects, by the way. I love that. Uh, Gucci Man dropped as well. I did not listen to the Guwap project, but I will listen to it. I so de- icy Guwap, game. A, Guwap a legend. I'm, I'm a Guwap fan back from the yeah, the so icy hey, so icy days. days. What? You know what hey, don't about? get us started. Don't get us started on so <laughs> icy. That Tommy Lee and Pamela, I'm in on the <laughs> camera. That old Gucci. Guwap lemonade. I can go on for days about exactly. Guwap. So off the strength, I got to listen to that. Facts. Who else dropped? Nobody really care about. Uh, Black Thought dropped. Black Black Thought got bars. If y'all don't know Black Thought, he's with the Roots. But shout out to Black Thought. Um, Black Thought is super cold, super super lyrical. Um, Lil Durk did not drop an album. Shout out to Lil Durk. I don't want no smoke. <laughs> hey, Lil Durk been Lil Durk been doing his thing this yeah, year. He kind of hard. Every bro. feature I hear him on. Throughout, like throughout the year, that Drake feature on Nas's album, I've heard a couple of his singles. I mess with Lil Durk. I rock with Lil Durk. Um, I get pleasure from this bottle and forget you by tomorrow. Don't get complacent. Sports real quick. Um, woo, hold up. Shout out my Astros. Make sure you record this on my phone. I want y'all to hear this. Astros. Y'all were talking all of that shit about my Astros saying, oh, well, you guys are cheaters, even though baseball is a notorious, or baseball, that sport is notorious for cheating, and y'all act as if our championship was tainted. Oh, but we're... We're currently, I think we're down 3-2 against the Rays. And win or lose, I'm proud of my Strohs, man. I'm proud of my zero, Strohs. 0-0 zero right now. It's 0-0 zero, zero right now? Bottom of the second. Bottom of the second. I'm proud of my Astros right now because y'all tried to shit on them and act like the only reason we won was due to the whole cheating scandal. But now we're two games away from a World Series. Ba- baseball is a game with, whose tradition is cheating. Notorious! From throwing games back in the day... Off of uh, betting on games to Heroes. steroids. <laughs> steroids. But y'all want to act like, oh, y'all couldn't win the championship. Stealing signals. That's, I, I coached football in high school, and they used to watch the film to try to get signals. Hey, so fuck out of here with all that Astro slander, okay? Win, lose, or draw. If we lose to the Rays tonight, hey, the Rays have a great defense, by the way. I've been watching those games. They've been making hella plays in the outfield against us. Their, their defense is phenomenal. But, again, win, lose, or draw. My strolls are definitely better than the sorry-ass Texas Rangers, right? For all you Dallas and Arlington fans, fuck the Rangers, <laughs> by the way, right? Hey, get, get to the World Series. Last time y'all got to the World Series, back when I was in college, you choked, right? You choked. So shout-out to my strolls, man, win, lose, or draw. Shout-out to Dusty Baker, too, black general manager. You know what I'm talking about? Right? Sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Facts. Real talk, hey, light skin, light skin face. But uh, on from the Astros, Stiff, what you got to say about the Lakers, man, winning the NBA championship? I mean, it was expected, though. It to was be expected. Honest. It was expected. This, this was like, when hey, we, yeah, when you, hey, when you get when you get Ron little, and AD, like the expectation is to come took a through. Long, took a little longer than expected because I think every episode we predicted a sweep game uh, in the first yeah, episode. Like I was actually mad we let it get to six games. No Dragic, it shouldn't even got to six games. But like I honestly feel like now you are gonna see AD go to another level because once you get that championship monkey off your back. And you know, hey, Bron, you know, right? He he, not like Kobe and Jordan. Like Kobe and Jordan, not trying to hand shit off. Facts. Bron trying to, you know, get a torch <laughs> down. You know what I'm saying? Like Bron trying to get in the passenger seat for these next two titles. Exactly. <laughs> he trying to get so in the passenger like, seat. Yo, you got I'm, it, AD. I'm hoping AD go to that next level, to where he really just, you know, understands what true domination of the game is 
Because right. he got the ability to do that. He got the ability to be the best player in the league. Facts. It's just mentally, I think there's some kind of blockage. But I'm hoping, I'm hoping this ring takes care of that blockage. And can we stop the LeBron slander for a minute? Let's just appreciate the championship right now. Skip, we got guys like Skip Bayless and my cousin Freddie, who y'all know Freddie. Freddie was at the video shoot for um, Keep Your Distance. Yeah. He love, he's the biggest LeBron critic. I'm going to have to get him and Nick to have a conversation on box. the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, I hit it so. Freddie said, Freddie, because Freddie always mentioned, if you uh, have the opportunity to fuck, he, he said, if you have the opportunity to fuck a bitch ten times and you only fuck her four times, how can you be the goat? <laughs> <laughs> and Freddie loves bringing that up. I said, bruh, now I'm going to let Freddie, uh, whenever I get Nick and Freddie on here, I'm going to let him explain it better than I could. But me and Freddie argue about LeBron constantly because he said LeBron ain't got no true game, meaning he says – like that last that last shot when LeBron passed it to Danny Green, mm-hmm. he said if he had some game, nigga would have stopped and pulled up, right? He said Bron ain't got no game like that. He don't have true skill like that to really stop on a dime like that. LeBron don't up. have a true downhill pull up though. He don't. He don't. If he if LeBron had that, right? There's literally like there would be nothing you could do. <laughs> Facts. There would be nothing you could do with Facts. him. Facts. Facts. So, like, he want – I'm like, damn, you want the nigga to step back like Harden. And and Harden got game, but Harden don't got no heart. That's no heart. Harden don't got a real pull-up. Harden can only step back. Really, if you if you real with his – like, with his jumper, Harden just step back on something. You'll never see him go downhill and just elevate over somebody. Harden could develop a mid-range if he wanted to easily. I think he'd get a he's mid-range. he would be off his, the step back, though. He's just stuck in his ways right now. And it's he had, very he had, he had mid-range low-key on the thunder. That and I was and I was and I was about to mention that off I was the, about to mention. Let's that. say it's off the step back. So yeah, Harden. Oh well, fuck it. Since I got it, since I'm already on it. Um, Thank you, God. Wait, what? <laughs> Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Daryl Morey. About time. No it's, more analytics. It's about damn time. No more six seven centers. <laughs> And my thing, I, I do feel a way that all of these niggas are stepping down. I want these niggas to be fired. Dan Tony, you should have been fired. <laughs> Daryl Moore, you should have been fired. Fired, duh. But I think um, I think Tillman for Tita, I think he was gonna fire them anyway. So that, so they just came to an agreement that hey, we'll just we'll just um agree we'll just uh split. We'll have an amicable split, and we'll say amicable. that you left the team. And I seen. I've been seeing um a lot of Houston reporters. They mention things like the Rockets franchise is on the downhill because of uh, Tillman Fertitta. Because you let go of Mike D'Antoni and you let Daryl Moy walk. Now James Harden is going to walk all because of Fertitta. And I look at it in a completely different way. They, hey, I want all them niggas to go. Yeah, it's time. It's time. <laughs> Daryl Morey, you got the two conference finals in your 14-year career. Get out. Get the fuck out. <laughs> I'm like, please, bye. Goodbye. <laughs> You're gone. The only good move you ever made was getting James Harden, right? Now, I'll give him that credit. Trading for Harden, mm-hmm. I like that That's move. Big. And he's made solid moves here and there, but good riddance, right? And if I'm Tillman Fertitta, I'm, I purchased the Rockets for two Bs, right? And your dumbass want to come and you want to be a social activist all of a sudden. You want to talk about... Hong Kong protesters, and you want to fuck up my money, like, right off the bat. I can understand why Tillman Fatita not fucking with you at all, right? I just bought the Rockets. Now, all of a sudden, we got one of the biggest Asian markets because of Yao Ming. Yes, sir. And now you want to show love for Hong Kong and shit. Nigga, what? If I'm t- I, I bet Tillman Fatita wanted to score up with that nigga after that. <laughs> I think after that, I think it was all down here from there. Once the China shit happened, I think he was like, oh, yeah, this nigga got to go. You're done. You're done. You trade Chris Paul for Westbrook. And I love Westbrook. I love the mentality, but come on, man. I mean, Daryl Moore literally wants to shoot threes the whole game. Like you said, Westbrook can play. He's a great athlete. Shoot mid-range. But he can't shoot threes. Can't shoot three. He doesn't fit, (laughs) right? And we already have a point guard. I'm sorry. James Harden is the point guard. Westbrook's not a two. What do we need Russ for, right? Exactly. So, yeah, Moore. And then you trade fucking Clint Capella for Robert Covington. 
What they call that nigga, Rocco? Rocco. <laughs> Get out. Robert Covington. And Robert Covington was solid, but come on, man. We need a fucking big man. The Lakers yeah, killed us. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be a good look, but Daryl Moore, I'm tired of these niggas in Houston, Bill O'Brien, Daryl Moore, sabotaging our teams, then niggas want to get rid of them. No, you niggas should have been gone a long time ago. And I remember I, I remember when you were championing for us to get rid of Daryl Moore. I didn't know how I felt about that, mm-hmm. but I've seen the light. Thank God he's Well, gone. you know me, I'm a mid-range killer all day. So I'm I'm not I don't like no only threes, no mid-range only layups. And it does no. That's I That's not real exactly. That's not real basketball. It's not real basketball at all. So Daryl Moore good riddance, right? I'm sure and Daryl Moore is all about the process. Tillman for T is all about results. Fuck the process, nigga. Go to Philly with that bullshit. Go to <laughs> Philadelphia and trust the process. Not here in Houston, nigga. We trying to win a championship. Like I think Daryl Moore will get another job. Facts. Like he's not a horrible GM, yeah. but fourteen years we've only gone to the conference finals twice. If he was black, he would have been fired. Oh, what? (laughs) I'm not even going to go there. He would have been gone if he was a brother. Facts. We all know that. So, Daryl Moore, good riddance. Um, I hope you're in good health. That's all I'll say. That's the only positive thing I'll say about you. Um, What else? Ty Lue signed with the Clippers. Who should the Rockets get? They say we were thinking about getting Jeff Jeff Van Gundy. Bring him back. Bring him back. And... Like I like like I've been saying over these episodes, we need someone that could keep Harden and Russ accountable. And I think Jet Van Gundy will keep them accountable, but at the same time, are they gonna buy in, right? Are their exactly. egos so big and so fragile that they're not gonna be able to deal with that type of criticism from Van Gundy? Because Van Gundy a real nigga. Yeah. Even though he white, he a real nigga. <laughs> Van Gundy gonna tell it like it is. And I think James Harden needs to hear that. And if you wanna leave because you can't be criticized, bye. Bye, nigga. Like hey, guy, hey. And I respect James Harden. He's one of the greatest scorers of all time. I put him in my top five scorers of all time. But you have no heart. If you had Jimmy Butler's heart, you'd be you'd probably be the best player in the league, honestly, if you had Jimmy Butler's heart. Top three, at least, in my opinion. But you have no heart. You have no soul, right? All you want to do is <laughs> no step soul. back and shoot threes and go to turkey leg hunt, nigga. Like, that's all you want to fucking do, dude. Like, get in the gym. Get in the gym and get some heart about you. James Harden's so frustrating. Just it's so frustrating being a Rockets fan, man. Y'all, y'all can see the veins in my neck popping out right now just talking about the Rockets. Just, woo. But I think, I think Jeff Van Gundy might be a little too opposite of Harden. Like I think it might be Kevin McHale all over again. But if they if they would get a guy who played in the league but was also like kind of a hard ass, maybe like Chauncey Billups or something like that. Billups. Like that's official. He's really? not like we can't. Oh, they called us that fire. Yeah. What's that Legion uh, t- Twitter page? Yeah, it was one of them. Right. I seen that Chance Bills from the lead assistant for the Clippers. When I, I've been saying for months, you have been you have that been. that's who the Rockets need to chase after because I think he would get Russell and uh, Harden to buy in and listen. Like Van Gundy, I think he could be a great coach. But like Zach was just saying, when his point is. The fact he didn't play and he's like he coached in like the nineties. Even though he know what he's talking about. Nineties, early two thousand. He know what he's yeah. talking about. The way Harden might receive that or even Russell yeah, Russell too might receive that is uh this old school dude don't know what he's talking about. Basketball and changed. You know what I'm saying? Like Harden might be brainwashed into this analytic shit himself. Yeah, probably. Cause you know, it's the le- it, that's that's been the like the lead to his, you know, individual success at least. Right. You know, this right. this analytic movement where he's shooting nothing but threes and then he's trying to get to the free throw line. Exactly. So it's like that. It's put him in conversations with Will Chamberlain. So he the Harden might be like, I ain't trying to hear this shit. We want a championship, James. I want a fucking championship, okay? That, if you shoot the ball 40 times, nigga, of course you're going to get 40 points. I'm sorry. Go go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you guys know who John Lucas is. He's the uh, uh, like the player development coach for the uh, Rockets. He yeah. played for the Rockets back in the day. Was Shout one of the John best Lucas. Rockets ever. Used to go to a John Lucas camp. Mental health coach. Uh, damn near, I would say at least fifty percent of the NBA has uh, done some type of player development, mental or skills with with, with uh, John Lucas. There you go. So he got football players, so he probably garners a lot of respect. 
If you can't get Chauncey Billups no more, get John Lucas, another ball-headed nigga. Let's go. Okay. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. It'll, it'll be interesting to see who the Rockets hire moving forward, but thank God D'Antoni is gone, and thank God Daryl Morey is gone. It's Your time is up, nigga. The time was up. Kenny um, Smith for GM. Like Zach said, another ball-headed cat. Kenny Smith. Get Kenny Smith in there, damn it. Um, on to the next thing with sports as we wrap this up. What else is go going on? Yo, how y'all feel? Like all of these NFL players are getting COVID. These niggas can't stay out the club. It's is 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 bound to happen though. It's is what it's like a eighty cats on the NFL roster or something yeah, like. A lot of people. It's, you know what I'm saying? Like you got Lots. way more, you got way more staff way with more the staff. NFL roster. Like, and you're not in a bubble like the NBA. You can't be in a bubble because it's too many people. But like that was the only like the NBA was able to be successful just based off the fact they were they were in a bubble, right. testing every day. You know what I'm saying? Like NFL, they testing every few days. Mm-hmm. You know, so you skipping days in between. Exactly. You got way more dudes, so you increase the chances. And they, like I said, ain't in no bubble, not constraint. And they didn't. They out. You know what I'm saying? People is out on the move. And they still doing a 16 game season. I think every league shortened its season, except the NFL. I'm not sure why they couldn't do – I heard Max Kellerman say this, why they couldn't do like an eight-game season or a ten-game yeah, season. They're trying to get their bread. Hey, exactly. No live gate. They trying to get that They trying to get that. Uh, that TV money, that ad money. So it's all about greed here. So we'll see. But my fantasy, te- my fantasy teams are suffering because you niggas can't stay out of the club. All these games are getting postponed. I want to say the Colts had to shut down their facility – the Falcons had to shut down their facility. This is all within this week. The Colts, the Falcons, and the Patriots. I think someone else on the Patriots caught COVID. Ooh. So who knows who's going to play. And then Nick Saban in college football. I think college football is just forced this year, honestly. It's just even though a lot of these schools aren't following um, any type of CDC or distance guidelines. But but they're not uh, employees. They're not employees. Quote, unquote. They're students, right? Pay these damn athletes, right? Y'all want them to go play. Y'all to want make them to y'all gener- billions of dollars. Exactly. Y'all want them to generate you ad-, ad revenue and all this TV money, but at the same time, they aren't getting compensated, right? They're going to lose their scholarship for certain things. It's just a lot of hypocrisy within the NCAA, within sports in general. So, woo, we'll see if the, if the NFL can get this season finished. Um, Either college football or NFL, one of them, they season is going to completely shut down. You think so? In my opinion, one of them. What's, Where it's going to get that bad? Which one is more than likely to shut down, you think? College football, just because it's just more teams. Facts. It's more teams. Yeah, it's been a lot of cancellations. What else? Uh, Just to wrap this up. Oh, okay. I saw J.J. Reddick tweet this. What's the best basketball movie of all time? That is. I saw Coach Carter trending. Coach Carter Coach is Coach Carter is the first thing that comes to mind. Coach Carter is the first thing that comes to mind, but. Above a, the rim. It's a lot of them in there. White men can't jump. White men can't jump. Oh, I forgot about that. Um, Glory Road. Glory Road is a classic. Air Bud. Y'all sleep on Air Bud. Air Bud. <laughs> Space Jam. Oh. Space Jam. Oh. We, we took too long to say Space Jam. I'm not going to lie wow. to you. No disrespect to the GOAT, Mike. Space Jam. I'm not going to lie. The other day, I Ooh. almost started bawling, uh, like crying, watching Like Mike. Like I'm not Mike, lie. I forgot about Like Mike. <laughs> During what scene? Uh, when uh, what scene? I think uh, Bow Wow was talking about how he had no parents. It <laughs> <laughs> touched you, Zach. I was like, damn, bro. And then, uh, what's his name? Morris Chestnut was being the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Broke ass jumper. <laughs> What'd you say, uh, Like Mike too? I forgot about oh, that. Shit was oh, fucking trash. Wasn't Kale in that? Kale trash. Kale from King and Kale. Mm. <laughs> it was terrible. That was the disgrace to all basketball movies. I'm not gonna lie. To sequels you. are never sequels never live up to the hype. I feel like uh, Uncle Drew. I've never seen Uncle Drew. Uncle Drew is straight. I'm not gonna lie. It's it good. Was straight, but it's not in this best yeah. of all time. It's like a six to eight, one out of ten. So we'll, we got Coach Carter. We got Glory Road. We got Above the Rim, Space Jam. White Man Can't Jump. Ooh, that's tough. Hey, in the comments, y'all let me know what's the best basketball movie of all time. What is the best basketball movie of all time? In the comments, y'all let me know what you guys think. That's tough for me. I might have to go, ooh, off the top of my head. 
I might have to go Coach Carter. I'm Coach, going with Coach Carter. Coach Carter, and I'd have to go. What was my second? White man can't jump. Yes. I had to be a second for me. I was just about if to say not the exact number same one because white man can't jump. The storyline. I loved. I love that movie. Street Coach, ball too. Huh? Street ball. Oh yeah, too. street ball. Billy Ho. <laughs> what else? Bro, remember that movie with hot sauce? What was that movie called? Crossover? Crossover. Crossover. One of the worst basketball movies of all time. (laughs) It was horrible. Disgusting. (laughs) Shout out to hot sauce, though. Hot sauce a legend, man. I remember N1 growing up. We had all N1 gear. All N1. Remember we we went to N1 in In Orlando? Oh. And we went in Mississippi, too. And in Mississippi and in Orlando. We seen A.O. Shout out to A.O. He came and put the film on. I still, the, I still got the ball in the crib. Signed by A.O. And, man. And Prime objective. And what was the uh, the MC's name? The dude that used to talk during the game. Uh, Duke Tango. Right? Was his name Duke Tango? My, yeah, Duke Tango. That might have been his yeah, name. Yeah, that's, that's who all got to sign that A.O. one ball. It was A.O. Prime objective Duke Tango. Mine was spider or helicopter. It had to be for me either hot sauce or or the professor. Or AO might have been mine too. I rocked with AO. Probably hot sauce, professor, or AO. I do I did mess with AO. Rest in peace to Escalade. Rest in peace to Escalade, by the way. I'm not gonna lie, just because of a Houston thing, I remember I had a lot of friends that went to this game. Uh the air up there. See my thing. Oh my goodness. Well you see him he was doing (laughs) crazy dunks. Bunnies. Yeah, That's the East crazy. Bay 360 air up there, man. That was a specialty dunk. That that yeah, East Bay 360. And one and one was monumental. Movement. Monumental movement. Street hoops. <laughs> Street hoops game was crazy. Oh my goodness. Um, damn, I'm thinking it's one more sports topic I wanted to mention. Um, that might be it. Um, so this is a wrap. Episode three of In the Cut. I go by the name of Young Curse Seven One Three, and I'm gonna let you niggas know something. You know, whether we get 100 views, 200 views, 10 views, 20 views, you niggas will not stop me. Y'all can't stop me. I'm unstoppable. You niggas can't stop me. This is Super Saiyan 5, Young Kurt. And we're going to keep doing this with or without y'all support, right? Because I believe in myself and I believe in my team, right? And we're going to get it popping, all right? Let's get it.